On the 11th of June, 1963, a Buddhist monk by the name of uh, Thich Quang Duc, I'm sorry if I mispronounced that, uh, staged a protest in, uh, outside the Cambodian embassy in Vietnam. And it was protesting the persecution of Buddhists by the South Vietnamese government. So what did he do? He took out the cushion and put it on the ground in the square. And you may have heard this story before. A couple of uh, his fellow monks poured gasoline over him and helped him and set him up. Then they lit him on fire. Or rather, he lit himself on fire. And then everyone there gasping, there's video footage of this, everyone there started gasping and shrieking and going crazy. Except for Duke himself. He sat there for almost 10 minutes without murmuring, shaking, or moving, or quivering at all, until he just rolled over dead. He just burnt himself to death. So I've, I don't know, when I found this, uh, when I came across this story, it just, it struck me so much. It was just so unbelievable. Right. Um, obviously, there's people die for incredible causes that they believe in. Sometimes, very negative ones. Right. Um, we have a lot of problems with extremism. We we have had for quite some time. Um, but it's 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 not so much the specific message or dying for the message that blew me away about the monk who burned himself to death, uh, and he's not the only one. It's more about the level of self control. And the, and the level of discipline. Um, that's what I find really incredible and want to explore a bit today. I guess, because when I think about it, and this is what I put in the blog post, which also has the video, I linked the video, by the way, it's pretty horrific, but I always put the, if there's a blog post corresponding to the episode, I always put it in the, uh, the show notes there. So if on Spotify or wherever else, you should be able to find the blog and, uh, and, and check out the video if you want. It's pretty humbling stuff. There's this idea that there's all these things happening in the world out there. And a lot of them are challenging. So as a result, there's a lot of expertise and consulting, consulting and guidance and gurus and coaching that all comes in with, how do you play the game? How do you play this game when this is challenging? Your finances, right? Investing, these things are challenging. How can we help you? Managing your weight and your health is challenging. Here's a service for how to manage it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. There's nothing necessarily wrong with any of those services. It's the economy we have. That's the way we've decided we're going to live for now. And it seems to make practical sense. So I don't have any particular problem with that at all. Um, what's interesting, though, is that it's, it's one thing to help people play the game. Well manage the thing well it's another thing to, to shake the foundations of it and question why the game's worth playing to begin with and if there's not something deeper that's worth focusing on first so if you look at this example this story i find it a very powerful reminder that the most impressive impressive and durable trait you can probably have is uh, being able to control the way you react and have that level of self-control and discipline.
um, that to me is incredibly powerful. It's this incredible idea, right? The one thing you always have control over in a world where you don't control much is how you react. So the things that happen in the outside world are always changing, right? There's always something that comes up. Sometimes the strategy is to hide. But that strategy normally doesn't work. And we see this with overprotective parents. They become overprotective, trying to protect, protect their child from every danger and potential pothole that exists out in the world. But the consequence of that is that their children never become self-sufficient and independent enough to actually thrive when the time is, comes where they can no longer be kept hidden away from the world like Bubble Boy. And then they don't have the tools to thrive. So we need this bit of exposure to the, the roughness and the dirt of the world. And the same is true of the immune system. The immune system is built up by having access to fighting opportunities, to training opportunities. So we can't protect. But then once we're out in the world, we can't fully stop these things from happening. We try and limit them. But there's always terrible things that can go wrong. There's always a bit of volatility. Right? We, we can't predict what's going to happen and in in lives where we have relationships where we have uh, careers we have finances we have markets that our finances and well-being are attached to um, complicated political systems and and financial systems underlying it all there's just so much that can go wrong and impact you so trying to play the game in a way that controls for every possible outcome and keeps you safe no matter what is really hard to do. But what you can always control, ironically, is the most powerful thing, which is how you react. Right? And you remember my distinction, inner and outer world, right? The outer world is the one you have no control over. It's where all the shit happens though. The inner world is where you have much more control. I won't say complete control, and react, when I say control how you react, obviously, to an extent, you control how you react. But I guess the lesson I take from this, from the monk who burned himself to death, is it goes to show just how much control we can really have. Something as horrific as burning yourself to death and not moving an inch just gives an example of what's possible. That's not the ideal I'm striving for, by the way. You won't see me burn myself on any of these podcast episodes it'd make quite a youtube hit but it's probably not in my interest right now it's probably not how i see myself best utilizing my gifts but what i what, what i find impressive is the bar that sets for how much control we can actually have over ourselves all right we're all born naturally emotional and reactive uh, creatures but there seems to be a, a pretty high ceiling of what we can achieve by focusing on those internal resources we have so i guess the prompt i'd leave you to uh to question or, or reflect on at the end of this episode is around what you can withstand what things can happen to you that you can still overcome and the best way to answer that is to think about your past and anything particularly bad or traumatic that you've been through and you've obviously pulled through, maybe not clean, but you've pulled through. So if you're capable of that, you might be capable of withstanding even a bit more. 
And it's interesting to see what that threshold is for you. Now, gaining more control or gaining more presence and more self-awareness is probably not going to be done by looking for excuses and pointing fingers and complaining about others and all the things that are happening to you. Rather, there seems to be this much na more natural way of going, moving forward from here, which is to look at it all, accept that shit happens, and then focus on the area that's actually worthwhile, which is inside you, and how you regulate the experience. Because, guys, if a monk can burn themselves to death and not even quiver, not murmur, or make a sound, surely we're capable of a lot more than we are now. So we'll be back again tomorrow with the With Joey B podcast, but thank you for tuning in for now. And remember, of course, that the best way to open a thousand doors for you is to concentrate on opening doors for others. Take care.